Hello lovelies and welcome to the Illuminaire podcast. My name is Jess, the host of the show, and I am so excited for you to join me on this adventure. On the Illuminaire podcast, we shine a light on topics that try to keep us in darkness. We discuss tough topics that most will shy away from, but we are not afraid to face our fears. We talk about everyday life and how we can nurture ourselves to grow and blossom. We talk about people's stories and how their struggles can help others. We battle the stigmas with love and sincerity and we overcome. We are a community. We are light bearers. We are a revival. The Illuminaire Podcast, living life in the light. Hello lovelies and welcome to the Illuminaire podcast. My name is Jess, the host of the show and today I have the pleasure of chatting to the beautiful Katie Keane from KTK Fitness. Katie is such a gorgeous soul, always so motivated and positive and I'm so excited to have her here. So Katie, I know I've already introduced you but would you please introduce yourself and tell us a fun fact about you. I will indeed. Hello, I'm Katie. <laughs> I'm from KK <laughs> Fitness. I'm 26 years old and I am from Dublin. Born and still living here, but can't wait to travel once we can. <laughs> I'm a personal trainer and a fitness instructor. And a fun fact is that I actually started my own business in the middle of a bloody pandemic. And I, I have a few hobbies as well, if you want me to talk about that. I learned them during lockdown as well, which I found pretty interesting. I just found that when we had the time, I was able to actually sit down and realize some hobbies that I didn't realize I had. And one of them was actually a weird one, which is creating loads of things on Canva. Have you ever used I it? I do. I oh, love Canva. I'm, I'm literally obsessed <laughs> because during lockdown, I started an online business with the company that I was working for. And I was doing a lot of the creating for websites and, and the social media posts. And I fell in love with it. So one of my newest hobbies is actually designing websites and, and things like that, which is really fun. And then, of course, a hobby that I've had for a long time is going for hikes and things like that. I know you're into that as well, Jess, but I just love being in the mountains with the trees and everything like that. That's like my biggest thing, my favorite thing. I know that fitness is your passion now. And we'll get mm-hmm. into that in a little bit more detail later on. But you've had plenty of other passions. Your walk on life so far has varied. Can you tell us a little bit about the different passions that you've had and pursued and how it all led you to where you are now? Yeah, actually, and it is funny because I'm only thinking about it now. Everything that you do leads you to where you are. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't really think about it like that at the time, obviously, when you're going through all the different things that you've been through. But I've been the type of person who falls in love with careers very easily I I fall in love with the idea of doing something and I think that's me set now forever and then I'm on to the next thing in a couple of months but I and it started from a really young age like I think I was about five or six when I started I set up a desk in my house and I was charging my family to come ask for advice and, and I legit thought that this was me now set up for life until I realized that I was five and that that's not my job so so it started at a young age anyway and then I guess where the kind of love of I know this sounds really stupid but and it should be something that we're we're born with but my love of interacting with people and wanting to be around people all the time 
I started when I actually started working for Starbucks. I know that sounds so weird, but their American style customer service was just so me. And that was my first big, big, big job was working in Starbucks. And I was there on and off for about five years. And I just absolutely loved the interaction with people. And yeah, you really had to get to know people because we had to remember their names <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yes. I put them down on the cups because, you know, people get offended if you don't know their name when they've been in seven times. So working in Starbucks and then I I actually wanted to be a sound engineer when I finished up in school. And when I went to a, I don't know if, if it's been like this all the time, but I don't know if you remember after school, they had like these things where you'd go to like the Aviva and they would have all these colleges there and you could go and talk to them and things like that. And yeah. I wanted to, do you remember that? I think they've, they've yeah. done that for a while now. Yeah, they were brilliant. Like you just go and there was different agents from different colleges talking exactly. about their courses and all. Yeah, so I went to one of them because I wanted to go to, um, I think it was Pulse College for sound engineering. And while I was there, there was a makeup college and they had painted these models from head to toe and they did a fashion show. And there and then I fell in love with makeup and I was like, okay, nope. I want to be a makeup artist. So <laughs> in there we did makeup, we did fashion, we did photography, we did hair. Everything was thrown into this course. It was amazing. And before college, I used to go in and I'd go get a coffee and I'd read a magazine and I'd be flicking through the magazines to try and get a bit of inspiration for what I was going to work on that day or whatever. But one thing that I noticed that like really hit me was I was looking at these magazines every single day. I was grabbing these models in off the streets to work off of in college and I had like such a huge passion for putting these outfits together in our fashion module and things like that. But I never felt like everything that I loved, I never felt like it worked on me, if that makes sense. It's like I had this this kind of a, a look that I wanted for myself, but I could never wear it because I thought that it didn't look right on me. And I know that sounds really silly, but some people do like I don't know I, I always wanted to wear you know I'm gonna say for example because I've had a few clients who agreed with me on this like crop tops I loved crop tops I thought they were so beautiful mm -hmm. but I never felt comfortable in them I just didn't I couldn't put one on because I didn't feel comfortable I wasn't a very big girl at all for me I was definitely overweight and for me I wasn't comfortable and I had tried to go to the gym like three times previously and just never stuck to it you know I went to like Zumba classes and <laughs> and they'd be so much fun but it just I never yeah. stayed so eventually I got myself a personal trainer I was still doing the makeup job but like I like you know yourself the makeup industry it's so fun but it is like especially with the girls that I was working with and things like that it was party central so it was food drinks mm -hmm. out all the time I like was working for Charlotte Tilbury at the time which was my dream job all I wanted to do was work for Charlotte Tilbury so I was so so happy to be there but it was like always out always out on nights out always drinking always having food left right and center like that was our social life and um, so I got myself this personal trainer and I don't think I would have stayed if it wasn't for him but he taught me so much and I loved it so much he turned my world around I went from the girl that loved having lions and not having to start work till like 12 o'clock or one o'clock in the day to the girl that was waiting outside the gym doors for them to open, which I just never expected would be me. I never thought that was me ever. So then I actually wanted to go to a fitness college, not to become a personal trainer or to train anybody else. I actually just wanted to further my own knowledge. And that's exactly what I, what I ended up doing. But while I was in the college, 
I was like, you know what? I need other people to feel the way that I'm feeling right now. And and obviously from my love of people and, you know, just having a laugh with people. I love banter with people and I wanted to bring that to them. So when I was in college, I decided, you know what? Actually, I do want to make something out of this. And the rest is history. <laughs> so Katie, can you tell us a bit about the Ben Dunn experience? Was yes. this something you imagined yourself doing? And uh, what made you make the decision to go out on your own then? Is it an exciting experience to be setting up your own business? Was it exciting to be with Ben Dunn? Talk oh, us God, through yeah. the last six months to a year. Okay, a lot happened. I'm not going to lie. To start working with Ben Dunn was one of the best experiences. And, you know, I've been I've had a lot of experiences. It was just one of the most amazing companies to ever work for. And the progression was so, so fast. I actually, I wasn't with them very long. Like I was with them maybe two years, two and a half years. So I went to that gym. That Ben Dunn was my gym that I trained in. It was where I got my personal trainer. It was where everything changed for me. And so I had a huge attachment to Ben Dunn. I was actually friends, well, friends, as in we we got on quite well. I got to know the manager of my gym quite well. So when I went to college, she had said to me, you know, let me know when you've got your qualifications. Like, I'd love to hire you here. And literally on the day of my graduation, I went up and I was like, I'm ready. And started (laughs) working there immediately, which was so, so nice. I started off as part time and it was so fun. Like they, they really push you out of your comfort zone. Like, the PT course that I did was quite hands-on, which was handy. It was on a gym floor. So, you know, I wasn't too afraid. But when I went in there, they literally would get you in to teach a class on like your second day. And like, even if you did mess up, they would just say, you know, let all the clients know that it's your first day. It's your first class. And they were so supportive. I was so lucky with where I was. All the members in that gym were so supportive and they still are to this day. I still chat to them all. But Ben himself taught me so much, which kind of helped me get to where I am today. From the first day I ever met him, he came in to do a walk around the gym floor and I just happened to be on shift that day. And like one of the first things he said to me was, you know, if you ever go out on your own, let me know because I'd love to like help you out or give you any tips and things like that. And and he was giving me loads of tips, which is still stuck to me to this day. And a couple of them were, first of all, pay your staff well and treat them equally and right, which I love to hear. <laughs> and like when I heard that, I was like, OK, I'm happy in this job. <laughs> and the other thing he said, which really stuck with me because I... Uh, sorry I've skipped ahead but I got made manager very quickly in that job which I thought was amazing because I didn't really have manager experience so I literally went from being part-time I think I was part-time for maybe six or seven months before they asked me to manage which was amazing I had decided I wanted to make a I called it the zen room (laughs) in the gym that I was working in we had a spare room in the back and it just wasn't being used and I didn't want it to go to waste so I turned it into a zen room where the personal trainers especially because I knew they were quite stressed there was like loads of positive quotes on the wall and the lighting was quite low so it wasn't too much like if they needed a minute to just step out and off the gym floor it was like a quiet room for them to go to and when Ben found out about that and he came in and he was giving me all these tips and saying you know if you ever start your own business make sure you pay yourself they're treated equally and he also said don't let mental health stop someone from progressing and that was a huge yeah when I heard that I was like wow okay I'd never even heard of that let alone thought about it a lot of people suffer a lot of people suffer with mental health problems and to me I find that really important with my work and when he said don't let that stop someone from progressing in in your work 
that really really struck with me you know because I didn't even think that was a thing but apparently it can be some people have had issues before where they haven't been able to progress in a business because of their own struggles and he was the one who said to me don't ever let that be a reason why one of your staff members can't progress and so that really really stuck with me and that still does to this day so anyway I then moved on to operations with Ben Dunn which was amazing and that was just before the pandemic and then (laughs) we went into lockdown and that's where it all changed (laughs) and we had to adapt as quickly as we could but yeah that's that's when we went to doing online classes we were doing free Facebook lives every single day started off doing them in the actual gym with a couple of my colleagues but then things got a bit more serious and we had to kind of stay at home and so we were just doing them from our own houses and that was when I kind of noticed you know this is something that I've wanted to do for a really long time was doing my own online thing you know and one day then when things started to ease up a little bit before I think things started to open up again in the middle of the pandemic and Ben called us all in to have chats with us and see, you know, where we were going with things. And he asked me, would I like to do online classes with him? Which I did. And that was so much fun. Not with him. Ben didn't do the classes, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he'd kill me if he heard that. You he were like, I did, I did a lot of the work. But he, uh, he, he wanted to pitch that idea to me for online classes, which we did. And that was probably one of the biggest life lessons I've ever ever learned was doing that business starting a website creating apps dealing with people like I had never done any of this I had zoom calls with people from New York at like two o'clock in the morning like it was crazy it was so fun to learn then a couple of months ago I decided to start my own online classes and that's where I am today that is incredible I'm so excited for KTK Fitness can you tell us more then about KTK Fitness so yeah what is the goal with KTK what are you all about what kind of clientele then are you hoping to attract to your classes okay so the goal for KTK Fitness right now because you know I'm an ever-changing um, thing. I'm always coming up with new plans but right now I'm loving how everything is going right now you know but the big goal down the line is I would love to have a KDK fitness studio that's like the dream I think that would be so cool it would just be somewhere obviously now with you know things are starting to ease up and people are able to go places again so my dream would be to have an actual physical place for people to come and I want like obviously I'd love to please everybody and so the clientele that I'm attracting right now is anybody anybody that wants to train anybody that actually is ready to make a change in their life that's a huge thing as well that you know so many people they'd be like oh yeah no I want to make changes and I want to do this but you actually have to be ready you need to be ready to accept help because I'm here to help that's my job I'm here to help anybody and everybody who wants, who has a goal in life and wants to reach that goal, wants to make some lifestyle changes, no matter what it is, whether it be mentally or physically, I'm here to help, but I want people to be ready to accept that help, you know? But yeah, the big, big dream is having a massive studio, a big KDK fitness studio with a sign on it. (laughs) So Katie, what sort of services then are you providing at the moment? And you said anybody can kind of come along, but who can actually join in on these services? So can people join in online? Is it all yeah, indoors? Absolutely. Talk to us a bit about that. So like I said about how I want, I want, ev- I want to please everyone. <laughs> I have options <laughs> going out the door at the moment. So 
I have three services to make it easier. What I have right now is one-to-one personal training, which has to be, obviously right now has to be done either outdoors or on Zoom. I know people are getting super sick of Zoom, so I understand that. Can't wait to be able to do it like in a facility again. The personal training is a lot more in depth. It's a lot more, there's accountability, like I'll do weigh-ins, measurements, all that kind of stuff. So that's the one-to-one personal training. So that's for someone who kind of wants to it's a lot more in depth. So someone who really, really wants to get their head down, stuck in, make massive changes. I then do online group training. So that's for the people who, you know, one thing I really kept in mind is that some people, I know gyms are opening, well, fingers crossed on June 7th, but some people I know are still not 100% ready to get out there and be in groups. Like it it can be scary, you know, like people who Mm -hmm. even thought that they weren't going to be scared it's been over a year now people are starting to be like "Mm," you know it's a big change going back out you know so I'm keeping my online classes I'm not going to get rid of them and because I know some people might um still want to keep things online or you know they might just be bloody busy and this is something that they need that they can quickly just go onto their phones even to do you know so I do live classes on zoom Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday and there's like two to three classes a day starting at 7am and finishing around lunchtime and then if you're part of the online group classes you're also part of our private Facebook page so on that I upload every single class that we do so if you miss it you can go back and do it at your own time which is really handy and then the last thing that I do which is my newest addition to the family of KDK Fitness is outdoor boot camps which I'm so excited about the outdoor boot camps at the moment I'm only holding them down locally in a local green on Corners Court Hill and that is just for now I'm doing them twice a week um, at nine o'clock in the morning and right now it's you can have up to 15 people so it's a 15 people group training outdoors and it's such a buzz it's so much fun and there are three options at the moment amazing options I've seen a couple of people have been sharing it on their stories about the outdoor boot camps is it going well it is it was actually so like honestly I was I I wasn't sure how well it was going to go because it was such like I did it the day that we were allowed to like I grabbed that opportunity the minute they said you can do outdoor training with up to 15 people I was like okay I'm out so I was there the morning of and I was worried because I kind of thought you know this is new people might be a bit like oh can we do that yes is that like something we can do but actually it's going really well and I'm having people messaging me saying that they just saw they walked past it while it was going on and that they want to get involved and people are saying can I bring my husband you know can I've even had people bring in their babies and just having the buggies on the side (laughs) We've talked about all the different kinds of people and how you want people to be ready from a physical goals perspective Is there a niche area that you want to focus in on? So for somebody who's wanting to be a competitor in a weightlifting championship, are Mm. you more about the daily kind of routine of getting healthy and physically healthy? Yeah, so if someone was to, let's use your example, if someone wanted to go down the competing line, I would probably pass them on to someone else when it comes to things like that. Because with that, there's a lot more to it. And I... Although I can give nutritional advice, I am not um, a nutritionist, so I can't actually tell people exactly what to eat. And when people are doing such a specialized sport, such as competing or bodybuilding, things like that, they need a specific nutrition diet to follow all this kind of stuff. So for me, I'm more about, I would say a lifestyle change is what 
I work with the most. So for me, it's not just the exercise. It's when it comes to training your mind as well. So a lot with my clients, you know, they might get a bit of a shock when I speak to them first, especially if they don't know me very well, because I will train them absolutely and they will get their goals, whether it be gaining weight or losing weight or just maintaining and trying to stay healthy. I'll always Mm -hmm. end up bringing in keeping their mental health in check as well. I always bring that in and they don't really realize that that's something that I do. So, I mean, I probably should promote it more, but it is something that I like to do (laughs) when I meet with my clients or when I'm doing check-ins with them. I don't just check how they're doing physically or I love me I'm I'm a fan of a big progress photo and things like that I love photos and keeping track of things like that but also I will ask them how their energy has been and if anybody's been struggling with anxiety I ask them what their anxiety has been like over the past couple of weeks and whether it's like changing and if it's not because it should when it comes to exercising things like that should help and if it's not, then I need to look into, you know, what I can do more that would help reduce any anxiety and stress levels and things like that in my clients, because I like them to feel physically and mentally fitter when they're training with me, you know, like I had a client recently who, who said to me that like, she hasn't felt so at ease as she has recently. And she'd only been training with me for maybe four weeks, I think. And she said that like her anxiety had completely just like, it hadn't gone obviously but it was like it it had really reduced and so I like to kind of focus on things like that so uh, keeping people's lifestyle keeping the stress levels down and because I don't want it to just be like they come to me and they say I need to lose weight or I need to gain weight and that's it like that's all I want to do I want them to to realize that this is something that needs to be a lifestyle change something that they're going to have to work with forever you know it's not just a come train do it for a couple of days and then off you go with your with your new body and and enjoy the rest of your life (laughs) you want to learn how to maintain and you want to learn how to keep your stress levels down because stress and sleep and eat and everything all factors into physical but about niches and things like that I don't have a special niche at the moment however I would really love to do a bit more research into the pre and postnatal exercises Ooh. yeah I actually I have such an interest in that like it's a new interest but I have such an interest because I just feel like so many people that are pregnant they want like now it's like a big thing they want to stay fit during their pregnancy but I also really want to like I'd love to look into it more because I want to show people that they they don't need to put so much pressure on themselves during that time you know they need to listen to their bodies a lot but I'd love to do more research into it so that I can actually train people pre and postnatal and not have any concerns or doubts you know if you could look five or ten years into the future with ktk fitness mm-hmm. now we've said that you want the studio but what would you like to see yourself personally achieving through this branch that you've developed well i have been to a couple of studios in my time the studio is always going to be my big main focus and whether that takes a year or five years or six years that's okay. I don't mind because I know it's going to come to me at the time that it's meant to come to me. But when it comes to like how I see it being in that time, I've been to a couple of studios in my time of training and things like that. And one thing I love, there's a lady that I went to once actually for yoga and she has the most beautiful studio I've ever seen in my life. Like honestly, so beautiful. And even when you enter the studio, she's got her own little shop where she sells like like energy bars and things like that. She's just brilliant. But 
it really inspired me the way that all these it was my first time going in and all these ladies and she didn't have many men in her in her yoga class it was mainly women but they were so such a little community I loved it like they all knew each other and when I asked her after you know do all these ladies know each other like because you know they're from the same area or what she's like no just because they've been coming to me and that alone has to be one of the biggest goals for me I want a big beautiful community full of people that all just want to better their mental and their physical well-being and just kind of share the same passion for that they all just mm-hmm. love the journey. I want a bunch of people who just love the journey, who come to the studio. It's their safe space. They can enjoy themselves there. And they all are just enjoying the journey. They're not there to sweat their lives out and hope for a better body tomorrow. You know, I want them to come and just enjoy being part of a deadly community. You know, that's my that's my goal in the next five years. <laughs> That's a really nice goal to have because it's not self-related. Like it is kind of self-related, but it's not. It's not <laughs> selfish. If that makes sense. Um, to, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's such a lovely thing to want to achieve. And um, so, down to some of the important questions, then, Katie. And we've touched <laughs> on mental health a little bit there already. Mm. So, is it all about our looks, or is there more to our well-being than just how ripped our abs look in a bikini? Oh, no, it's definitely not all about the looks. It can't be. Like, honestly, if you try to get someone who is not sleeping, who hates their job and is very, very stressed all the time, and then you try to see them getting themselves ready for a bikini competition, they won't do it. It won't work. They won't get to where they need to be because of this. And I know people in real life who have tried to compete and end up giving up halfway through the journey because it's a very difficult journey but also because they didn't have everything else in check you can't get your goals of bikini body or summer ready body that everybody talks about you can't get to those goals unless Mm -hmm. everything else is in check with you you know like I wrote a blog basically talking about you know how can you get to where you want to be physically if you're not there mentally and it's it's a huge thing that that really stuck with me especially working in a gym so people use a gym as an outlet a lot of the time and I know that like I know a lot of the people that come in especially I found the the evening gym goers heads down they're sweating their lives out to try get rid of stress or get rid of whatever was weighing on their heads and then they go home and they're like okay I feel better now but then to only go and do the same thing again tomorrow you know let themselves be sleep deprived and stressed and then come in Mm -hmm. and sweat again and then do it again it's literally rinse and repeat every single day but they're not they're not getting anywhere with their goals like these people were coming in every single day and and they had goals but they weren't reaching them because they were they were just constantly doing the same thing of trying to relieve stress some quick way by you know trying to get abs trying to get big shoulders trying to get biceps and they couldn't get to that point because they were not focusing on the other parts which is your mental health and your sleep and your food and all that kind of stuff it's not about getting the abs you and and if it is that you want abs you have a lot of other things to look at first you know um (laughs) but but let me just tell you abs are not fun and also they last like a month so (laughs) let's not get too attached but I will say that I highly recommend getting other things in check before worrying about whether you're going to have abs for summer. These three things are your most important things to pop on the top of your list, right? Get your water in. I can't tell you how important it is. I'm sure people are so sick of hearing that. Like, please stop telling me to drink water. It's a natural thing. But 
<laughs> do it. I'm telling you, you drink your water, get your sleep and find one thing. You don't have to go and search for it and it doesn't need to be a chore. But find one thing that allows you to fully relax and have me time. And there's so many options. So let's say, let me give you the options. You've got journaling, which is mm-hmm. so lovely because it can be anything. <laughs> journaling doesn't have to be a strict, like, oh, I must go on to Google and search how to journal. It doesn't have to be that. You can literally sit down and write. <laughs> Meditation, you can do guided or unguided. For me personally, I love doing guided meditations because I need someone to tell me what, how to think. Otherwise, my brain will start thinking about what I'm going to make for dinner tomorrow. Yoga, some people find that so chill. I personally find it really difficult, but some people use yoga to relieve stress and that's excellent. Walking on a beach, up the hills, whichever. And then listening to podcasts. Like people don't realize listening to podcasts like yours is a way of having me time and relaxing and sitting down and just not thinking about the things that stress you out. It's a way of getting out of your head. So yeah, all those options there that I've given you, there are only one, two, three, four, five options, I think, out of a long list of things that you can do for your own mental health. But unless you have, that's, that's what I'm going to say on it, unless you have one of those things to release any stress and get out of your head for a few minutes, that water and sleep, then there's no point in trying to get to your goals because it's just not going to happen. You have to get them done. And then... Mm-hmm. And then you'll get to where you need to be and where you want to be. Yeah, so it's it really is starting with the little things before you want Absolutely. to see the big changes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a stressful thing. You just gotta tick those things out the box and then get cracking on your training and you'll be happy out. Katie, how do you stay motivated to continue exercising? Some people have that goal of a mm. holiday during the year or wedding that they want to look good in photos for. But you are literally an all year round. <laughs> Like, how do you upkeep that mentality or desire to do the exercise? Okay, well, first of all, I want to say that you don't want to put pressure on yourself. You need to remember that we have all these days ahead of us. You know, no matter what age you are, you don't know when your last day is. So for now, Mm -hmm. we take it as we have loads of days ahead of us, loads of time ahead of us. So why do you need to do something right now and not tomorrow? What I'm saying is don't put too much pressure on yourself. When you put pressure on yourself, that's like when someone says, don't think about the pink elephant. You're going to think about it. If you put pressure on yourself, you're going to stress out about it. And then it makes it not fun. You know, something that you feel like you have to do, but you don't want to do it. That would be my first thing that I would say is I don't put pressure on myself. I do it because I enjoy it. The minute that I start forcing myself to do it, I'm not going to enjoy it anymore. And I don't want to get to that because I'm loving what I'm doing right now. And then the biggest thing, which I tell all my clients, is when you've been in a position before where, you know, you weren't happy and you didn't like how you were or how your lifestyle was, and then you changed that and you felt amazing. Well, we all fall off the bandwagon sometimes. You know, everybody's reached a goal and then fallen off and then got back on. It's the way of life. And Mm -hmm. my way to stay motivated and to keep going is to remember how I felt when I first got to that point. So when I, for example, had my personal trainer and we we were doing my weekly check-ins and one day, you know, we looked back and we realized how much body fat I had actually lost. And I saw a before and after photo. When I think of that time when I was like, oh my God, I've done it. 
I can wear that crop top that I wanted to wear for so long (laughs) and I can go enjoy myself and I feel that was another thing I felt so light I felt so I had so much energy I, I used to be very very tired like all the time and then I stopped being tired and I stopped having lower back pains and I stopped having that feeling of oh I'll get up later I'm so sleepy like you feel light, like light as a feather. You've, I just felt amazing. And so that's how I stay motivated. If I ever wake up and go, oh, not today, that time when I hit my goal and I'm like, okay, no, let's keep going. You may as well. And that's yeah. just how I keep going. Katie, we obviously know each other through Wayne. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> I'd like to think that our friendship <laughs> is still growing and hasn't had a chance to properly develop all these restrictions, which is so annoying. All the coffee but with that, <laughs> I know, and all the intolerances and being oh, vegan God, and free. No. <laughs> we need to find somewhere where we can actually eat with intolerances and veganism going on over here. <laughs> <laughs> so with all of that then, can you tell us if and how COVID affected your life, mm-hmm. like personally? So did, did it affect your life, your work life, your family life, your personal life? What happens to Katie when all of this happens? Okay. I know this and I okay I wasn't I wasn't really gonna say this but I actually think you know I've spoken to a few other people who felt the exact same way and I think that it's okay to say it because I've accepted this is that a lot of people struggle during during COVID and it was really really scary at the very beginning especially because nobody knew what was going on nobody had heard of this well a lot of people hadn't heard of anything like this before and so it was a scary time for a lot of people however I found for me personally, I really, really took the time that I was given. I I thought of it as, you know, the world has stopped. You're always on the go. You're always going to work or doing this, that and the other, meeting with people that you have to meet up with. You know, like I, I love meeting with people, but you know, when you're kind of like, okay, I haven't seen that person in like three weeks, I should really see them now. And then you're working and then you have to rush and see them after and then you have to rush home to do this and then blah, blah, blah. And I was like, the world has finally just stopped and said, okay, now it's time to slow down. Like I took Mm -hmm. it as a sign of slowing down personally. And I actually kind of, I know this sounds bad. (laughs) This is what I felt guilty about for so long was that I actually found it really beneficial for me personally and I know Mm -hmm. the actual virus itself was awful and disgusting and I know that it's hurt a lot of people and affected a lot of people and when it comes to that side of things absolutely it's awful and it's so so sad but I found that the actual time that since the world had stopped and you know work for me anyway my work had stopped we we weren't allowed to go to the gyms anymore and so rather than I, I just couldn't bear the thought of waking up and staying in my pajamas all day for me that that stresses me out because if I'm not productive that's my way of getting anxious or panicked or anything like that is because I haven't done something you know so I need to do something whether it even be put on my to-do list wash your hair today like that kind of thing for me is progress (laughs) like anything that's on a to-do list for me is progress And I just kind of took the time and ran with it. I was like, you know what? I've got all this time now where I don't have to go to work. I don't have to meet with this person or that person. I can use this time wisely. So from day one, I started making plans about what it was that I actually wanted to do. I started doing um, cooking courses online and like all this kind of stuff just to just to have something to do every single day. And of course, at the beginning, it was really, really scary. 
but I really think that it taught me a lot of lessons I hated me time you know when people love their own company and they love to like I don't know watch a documentary or I don't know do their nails and things like that I hated that I didn't like being on my own I needed to always be with people and be around someone but it taught me that I actually loved me time and I just never I never let myself settle and let my brain stop to realize that and because the world had stopped it gave me the time to stop and realize that actually I did like spending time with myself I I learned a lot about myself which I thought was crazy because at the time when everything shut I was 25 and I was kind of like how could I learn anything else about myself I'm tw- I've been with myself for 25 years but I actually <laughs> learned so much more about myself that I didn't realize so in a way I kind of enjoyed it obviously then after a while it's kind of like okay is this it's, it can get a bit scary it's like is this ever going to stop is this like a new way of living and you know all that kind of stuff but I, I am quite a positive person so I try to stay as positive mm-hmm. as I can but I won't lie and say that you know, it didn't affect me in some ways. It did. But I'm just learning how to, because I have so much time now to spend with myself, I've learned how to deal with all of that, which I never would have done before. Like if if this had saved the way it was and, and things didn't stop and I just carried on every day with my life and I got into a panic state or anything like that, I probably wouldn't have known how to handle it because I don't know what, what way works for me. And now because mm. it did, everybody had ups and downs and things like that. And some people knew how to handle theirs, you know, because everybody d- deals with it differently, whether it be, you know, if you're panicking, you can do breathing techniques, you can um, get a very cold glass of water. There's loads of different things that you can do to prevent yourself from from panicking. And I wouldn't have known what way was my way, what way helped me. How did I get myself to relax? But because I had all this time, I learned so much about myself and I learned how to deal with anything like that if it ever was to happen. Another thing as well, I'm quite lucky that I've been with my boyfriend for quite a while, but I don't live with him. And so I found that really difficult at the beginning. But I actually, Mm. I always try to flip things and think about the positives or how am I maybe not as unlucky as others might have been. So I don't live with him and that was difficult at the beginning. But then I felt worse for people who had just started maybe seeing each other, you know, if a couple just only started seeing each other and then suddenly this happened and they couldn't see each other at all, things like that. Mm -hmm. I felt really awful for people that were going through that. And same with family life. Again, I feel really, really blessed and fortunate that my family are quite close and we all get on with each other really well. Like my mom and dad would be like my best friends, you know, but not everybody has that. So I really just kept telling myself certain things that I found myself to be very lucky for and how things didn't change too much for us, you know, because my parents both worked from home already. So it was quite normal being in the house with my whole family, whether it's to other people, they would be so used to being out all the time because everybody worked away from home. And now suddenly they were all in each other's faces and learning how to deal with that. So For me, I just learned a lot about myself and I also learned how to flip things around and show how I'm actually quite lucky in this situation, you know? It's a bit like that saying, like, it's either an obstacle or it's an opportunity. Which Mm. way are you going to look at it? Absolutely. So, Katie, if you could give one piece of advice to someone listening in who might be contemplating a big decision, be it a change of job, a lifestyle choice, actually Mm -hmm. beginning to do some exercise or maybe someone (laughs) is wondering whether to take that leap and go out on their own to develop their own brand what would you say to them okay there's a couple of things I would say one is do it 
just do it <laughs> honestly like I know that's really risky to say but like how are you gonna learn if you don't do it I had this I actually had this conversation with someone yesterday who's in the same boat and wants to start their own business but is like really afraid to and blah 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 and it's so many I, I could sit here and just say oh yeah just do it but like it depends on your situation are you still living at home are you paying rent are you paying a mortgage do you have little kids you know it's not that easy to make a decision when you've got other things in your life that you need to take care of you know but in saying that if there is a way that you can just do it then do because you won't regret it whether it works or not I went out and started that business with Ben in the middle of the pandemic at the beginning of the bloody pandemic so it was super crazy at the time and it didn't work out we didn't hit the numbers that Ben wanted to hit and him being a businessman he knew exactly when to call quits and when we called quits originally I was devastated and then I was like wait I can use all of this amazing all these amazing skills that I've learned, I can now use them in my future. And and so I don't have any regrets to doing that and taking that risk and going into business. And when it comes to exercising, things like that, you, again, you do have to be ready. You have to be ready to accept. If you need help, you have to be ready to accept the help. If you want to join a gym, you have to be ready to join that gym. So just go in, do it and see how it goes for you. What are you, what are you going to regret? You know, like what's, what's the worst thing that can happen? to taking that leap and trying something think about the pros and cons weigh them out don't let accept your emotions accept how you're feeling but don't let them get the better of you don't let them determine what decision you make and then I guess the last bit of advice that I would probably give someone is don't take everyone's advice (laughs) I know that sounds crazy I'm like my advice is don't take it but do check in with yourself because I find that I've always been the type of person who I love listening to what other people have to say and I will take all of that on board. But I have always been the type of person who just kind of went with my own gut feelings because like once you learn how to work with your gut feelings, you actually have quite a strong intuition and you should pay attention to it, especially us gals. I find that when you're doing something that's so out of your comfort zone, you don't trust yourself. So you want everybody's opinions and you want everybody's advice, whether it be like someone does want to lose weight or or gain weight or they have a a goal that's fitness based anyway. And they might be like, oh, but what if I can't do this? And then someone goes, oh, yeah, no, what if you can't? Okay, leave it then. Don't do like you never know what kind of advice you're going to get. I would check in with yourself when it comes to starting a business. Um, one thing I will say is everybody will want to give you your, give you their advice. They'll want to have an input. They'll want to tell you what to do. And you know what? Listen to it and say, you know, thank you so much for that advice. I'll keep that in mind. But always, always, always remember to check back in with yourself. Go and take a couple of minutes to yourself. Sit down and think, you know, is that what I want to do? Does that work with me? Does that align with beliefs and how I how I want to do this? You know, always check in with yourself. Check and see you know if you really do need help ask someone else that you know has been in the same position and ask them how they dealt with it and see can you take something from that yeah I totally agree with you on that one so Katie do you have a life mantra and if you do would you mind sharing it with us a life mantra okay give me a sec let me think about this one I have a few things that I love to say okay one thing that's been with me for a very long time and it's been in my Instagram bio for like years I always read it again and I'm like oh yeah my favorite thing in the world is train your mind to see the good in everything 
because that mm. for me has made a lot of things easier because we're all guilty of jumping back into a negative mindset when it comes to things and if you can take a second and, and see how can I turn this around and make it a positive thing then one your life will be a lot more easier <laughs> things will be a lot less stressful you know we'll have a few less wrinkles that's what I'll say so stay positive and um, yeah train your mind to see the good in everything is is a huge thing for me and I've used that for a long time yeah and just before you go would you mind sharing your social media details absolutely so my um instagram is where i'm mostly active and that is at kdk.fitness so that's the most active and then facebook is kdk underscore fitness thanks so much katie thanks so much for listening guys and remember to subscribe for more episode updates follow me on instagram at illumineer xo and remember keep shining bright with us